that after tonight's stream, I'm going to be streaming the game that we've been patiently waiting for for years. Baby hands? Baby hands. Finally going to play some <laughs> baby hands tonight. We're going to play it live for you. Uh, it's awesome. I was, I was worried that I was going to have to wait till tomorrow to have to play it, but no, no, no. We get to play it tonight, and that's so, so very exciting. Are you excited? Well, I hate... I am excited, Brian, but... But I might be uh, I might be watching Song in the Smoke though. <laughs> yeah, I'm just kidding. Of yeah. course, I'll come watch you play. No, 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 uh, no, no. So, I'm, I'm going to try to yeah. I'm going to try to maneuver my way around that live stream for sure. But we'll have more to talk about that in just a second. Just a second, AJ. Can we start the show? Let's kick this thing off, baby. This is PSVR Gamescast Live, where we film live every single Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern right here on YouTube. We do it live. If you're watching right now, not later now, but now, later, later, possibly in a little bit. But no, no, no. Right now, if you're too late, scrub back, start over. And if you're too late, scrub forward, start later. You can always watch us, however, on some podcast platforms as well. Or listen to us, I guess, if you don't like looking at us. But, I mean, come on. How could you possibly do this without looking at AJ's face, man? Like, that's half the reason to watch the show. Uh, trust me, I'm not the other half. The other half is like the actual information and stuff. My name is Brian Paul from this channel right here, PSVR Without Parole, and this guy over here to my right can't do it without him. AJ from the Underground, PSVR Underground. What's up, man? How are you? I'm okay. Just hanging out, having a day. Cool. Yeah. Happy uh, pre-Thanksgiving, and, and to all of you, happy Thanksgiving. I know uh, it's tomorrow, but, you know. You might be listening to Eve. us right, right then. And, uh, yeah, it's Thanksgiving Eve, and I am so thankful for you guys. Happy Hump Day as well, and I hope you're ready, because we're going to hump you full of all of the stuffing and PSVR stuffing and have a side of uh, news, gravy, and uh, other Thanksgiving-related things that you can handle. Did I say PSVR in that? I hope I, met, I said PSVR somewhere in there. God, I hope. <laughs> I, I, I get kind of lost sometimes. AJ, I'm so confused. I'm, I'm so confused because we have New Year's Eve and we have Christmas Eve. Why, why, why isn't yeah. Thanksgiving Eve a nationally celebrated holiday? I mean, like, let's not even talk about Canada. They celebrated, they celebrated Thanksgiving like three months ago. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Uh, I don't. I don't know, man. I mean, uh, there's Black Friday, which is after Thanksgiving, so you know they want you to they because they want to encourage you to after you eat that like three thousand calories of, of food to go out and walk around <laughs> some and work it off. So we don't die of all time heart attacks. <laughs> <laughs> all right man you know we got so much stuff to talk about uh don't forget we're in the middle of or near closer to the end of movember which is uh, obviously prostate awareness and men's health awareness uh charity uh hopefully one of our mods can put the link for that charity in the description if you want to donate it as uh as, as a game cat a serial killer the game cat is uh is taking care of that uh we really appreciate him uh, we'll have more news on that later this week probably on friday um 
Also, make sure you join our Discord. Link for that's in the description. Maybe one of our mods can post that as well. Hopefully, mods are on point today. All the mods are like, we took today off. <laughs> it's like, no no links. We're sorry. Um, but yeah, feel free to join our Discord. The link is in the description. That's where conversations like this happen 24-7. That's where giveaways happen. That's where the fun happens. You want to know shit? That's where you'll find shit out. AJ. Yo. We got lots of PSVR news to talk about today, don't we? We have a lot of things to talk about, for sure. Lots more than you would see in the headline that you would find very interesting. There's there's always more than what's in the headline. The headline is just trying to get people to watch the show, and then we have like 17 topics for them. <laughs> That's right. And the first one, Brian, is a report from IGN that the GTA trilogy seems to include an unfinished VR mode. Now, this is the GTA Definitive Edition uh, Definitive Trilogy that just came out. Uh absolutely train wreck of a launch um it was uh for so many reasons and uh yeah so i read into a bunch of the details because obviously i don't really play as many flat games anymore but reading into the details it had something to do with uh, the grove street games using an automatic um kind of uh upscaler uh, or enhancement thing where it Enhanced the whole game from algorithms, and as you know, and and for some reason they didn't go in there and manually change, uh, you know, tweak things, make uh, you know fixes that occurred. So, absolute train wreck of a launch. Um, but uh, recently, uh, the IGN article, this comes by Jared Moore, says Rockstar's recent release of Grand Theft Auto: The Trilogy appears to contain an unfinished VR mode for the game. As spotted by Eurogamer, our friends over there at Eurogamer, uh, said Rockstar Intel reporter Ben Turpin recently tweeted a video showing what seems to be a semi-working first-person mode in GTA San Andreas, but which is marked as a VR option in back-end menus. So that's basically what's going on, is the reason... It's it's basically a a simple first-person mode, but the reason that it, they're saying that this is possibly a VR mode is because that's what it was labeled as. So I think that's a uh, – while I have more to say on this, I think that's a fair jumping off point. Yeah, oh, I absolutely think so. Absolutely think so. Gatorade23, the HGO Despising GameCap, the $10 tip. What's up? Thank you very much, kind sir. Also, Cyber Expanse VR with the $5 tip says happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. Right back to you. Yeah, I mean I obviously – I love your name, Cyber Expanse. Happy Thanksgiving to you. And I want to play a game called Cyber Expanse VR one day. It sounds so cool. Uh, can can anybody hear Tornado playing in the background? I know you can, AJ, because of Discord noise canceling. But she has picked the noisiest toy to play with <laughs> as soon as the show started. It's this fish that goes flop, 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 flop. And it's just she hasn't played with it for a week. And, of course, now she's a cat. She wants attention. Um, anyway. Yeah, this is uh, this is quite the news story. Um, you know, this is one of the things that we'd sort of been speculating on was saying that hey, Sony's not done with PlayStation VR one. Obviously, there's a lot of uh, PSVR two news incoming. We've been we've been kind of hinting at that and speculating a little bit about that and teasing you guys a little bit about that. Um, but they're not done with PSVR one, uh, and I think for so many reasons, man. Like that's a whole other topic in itself. Um, but but honestly. Uh, Hit, they start, they, we kicked off this year with the Hitman trilogy, and it was sort of a surprise to everybody. Yeah, Hitman 3 for sure, uh, but then how amazing it looked in VR, how well it played, and then on top of that, that you could import Hitman 1 and 2 uh, and basically play the entire trilogy in VR. And it just seems like we're, we're about right, uh, ready for another one of those big 
gifts from Sony, right? They're like, hey, don't worry. You know, if you're a PSVR 1 gamer, we got something to cover you for a couple months. You know, you're going to have plenty to play. And really, we've been, we've been thinking that this is it, that the Definitive Edition trilogy was going to be all VR compatible. So this, to me, didn't, wasn't like a huge surprise. This was, this was kind of right in line with what we were thinking, right? Uh, I was not thinking Grand Theft Auto would be a PSVR 1 game, no. Oh, okay. I think it uh, a next gen game, if anything. Okay, yeah, because yeah, I've been saying I've been saying PSVR one, um, and I guess this doesn't say one way or the other, honestly. Um, but I think I think there's a reason, and I'm kind of going off the deep end already a little bit earlier than I wanted to. Uh, but I think there's a reason why developers are are still pushing their game out, like why Windlands two took so long to get here, and then finally they were like, okay, well we're still going to do this, even though as John Hippen said on last show. It's not going to sell well. Like, he basically came right out and said, oh, well, you know, 10,000 copies were at best, whatever. And we're like, man, that doesn't seem like it's even worth porting for that price. So there's got to be a reason, man. There's got to be a reason that there's still a push for PSVR 1 games, that people are, that, that Sony's still telling people, oh, yeah, no, keep doing this. Keep doing this. And I think it's, and I think it all comes down to backwards compatibility, that all of these games are going to get a PSVR 2 patch uh, and update it. And so if... If your game, if if Grand Theft Auto is already in VR for PlayStation VR one, ninety five percent of the work is done. They just need to kind of patch it up and make sure it works with the orbs. I one hundred percent agree with you in that developers should still target PSVR, uh, especially in indie devs. Um, first of all, hit up VR Monkey because apparently they they do it for real cheap and they do a good job. They're starting to do an even better job as we've seen with Winlands two and. Um, other games. Uh, but I think the number one thing, this is kind of what I slammed uh, Ultra Wings for, the BitPlanet Studios, as much as I love them, and I still do, um, was that, like, hey, you just screwed up. A, you made a big mistake by not releasing a game on PSVR 1, and the reason you would want to do that is, no, not because of sales, is because you get it on the platform and you get it primed and ready for the launch of what I believe is going to be the biggest selling VR headset for the next couple of years. And it's going to be huge. Uh, and, and so if you just target other platforms, you miss out on that chance to do so. Um, and yeah, so if any reason I could see, but there's more to this GTA mode. Um, and, I, I was kind of skeptical when I first saw it because when I saw the footage of it, it was very much just, oh, this is just a first-person mode. So that really is not very difficult to do. That is pretty much just taking the camera that you see that the, that's usually like uh, above you, the hel- helicopter cam or whatever you want to call it, third-person camera, and you just move it down to where the head is. And that's basically what it seems like for the most part. So I was a little bit skeptical, but I was not the only person that was skeptical because David Heaney over at Upload VR uh, wrote and whole uh, published just recently an, a full article about this. And he says, the GTA remasters are built in Unreal Engine, which has full built-in support for VR if developers choose to enable it. Mm-hmm. But no GTA modder or hacker has found any reference to this VR support or the APIs for Steam VR, Oculus, OpenXR. There is no evidence of a VR user interface, motion controller support for weapons, or any other VR features being present in these games. So while I think there is a possibility that they said, let's see what this looks like, Put the move the camera to the to the head 
and then uh, you know maybe called it for like VR mode. Uh, I, to call this an unfinished mode is is I think an overstatement, and more that it's probably more of a maybe it was a five second experiment or a. It's not unfinished. It's hardly worked on. <laughs> like, like it is hardly touched or hardly anything was done. Yeah, based on the information that I've, I've seen and talking to some developers, it seems like it's a little bit more than that. So there will be different, there will be differing opinions on exactly what was done. If it was just a, a switch that was flipped, or if there was actually work being done. Um, but, but yeah. So take it with a grain of salt. Basically, uh, the, we, the headline we took was from uh, from IGN's headline. It's like unfinished VR yeah. mode, and uh, and I think that uh, I think that. Whether they found it or whether they didn't find it, uh, my, my opinion on this hasn't changed whatsoever. I, I do feel like we're going to be hearing something about Grand Theft Auto uh, Trilogy in VR. Soon I enough. would not – I mean I still believe that just in terms of what they found here. And I think it's totally fair uh, for – you know, IGN doesn't usually go out of their way to talk about VR. Yeah. So – uh, I can understand where this is coming from, and and I'm with you in that I could totally see the trilogy being uh, a next gen VR supported title. Uh, absolutely, especially hopefully once it gets fixed first. Um, but uh, like I said, it's totally fair. The developers are the ones that labeled it VR. Nobody said nobody else said uh, you know. So they had reason to believe. Uh, that that it was there and what they're saying is not necessarily untrue but i think it's definitely being being blown out of proportion just a little bit again i still believe it, it is something we could very likely see in the future yeah for sure some people in the chat are pointing out that grand uh, grand theft auto san andreas has already been announced for quest 2 and i think that i think there's a reason they haven't made a huge deal about it yet because it's like you you would have thought that during that uh, oculus connect event whatever you want to call it uh it would have been like hey let's show you some gameplay hey let's talk about this exclusive deal we got let's talk about it nothing nothing and the fact that they didn't kind of make a big deal about it and they didn't call it an exclusive to me means because it would have been dwarfed by the fact that hey the whole trilogy is coming to psvr right it's like it would have been exciting for like a day and right. then everybody would have you know st- like just kind of shit all over him for making a big deal about it when, hey, your competition got three times the amount of Grand Theft Auto uh, on their platform. But anyway, lots of uh, lots of speculating to do with this, um, but also you know a lot of fun. Really got my fingers crossed uh, that we get something big to carry us over into PSVR two. Some big meaty games because uh, I, I honestly, man, I only played really the first one of this trilogy uh, and. And I, I would absolutely love to go in and like really spend some solid time in Vice City and play through all of San Andreas. Both are excellent. I played all three and four and five. <laughs> uh, I didn't. I think I played five the least amount. I basically just went in and went scuba diving, and then and then I ran around and tried to find like peyote or something so I could turn into a hawk or something. It sounded like a fun time. Uh, but but yeah, VR is is the one thing that I'm really waiting for at this point. I played the hell out of GTA. One and two and three and like all the originals. So, so yeah, um, I think it would be an awesome game to have in VR for sure. Did you see the bug? <laughs> the wide car bug. Um, it's like if you like, if you wiggle your car while you're driving uh, down the road, it gradually gets wider and wider and wider and wider until it just takes up the whole fucking road. <laughs> I like, but this Jeez. thing is so weird. I, and I think that was actually an, a bug in an earlier game that somehow carried over to the Definitive Edition. So pretty, pretty crazy. Pretty yeah, crazy. people spent years 
playing Grand Theft Auto with with mods and and things and making enhancements, and they they actually went out to file lawsuits against these people that uh, that were trying to just fix the game that that cared about the game a whole bunch. So hasn't been uh, handled very gracefully, and yeah, it's it's a, it's a big disappointment. We we expect more from AAA companies, but. Uh, from huge companies, a hundred, you know, such a, a game that is a defined almost a generation, and absolutely, you know, these things mean a lot to us. And um, yeah, it was just handled really poorly. This the grocery games are used to making mobile games, mobile ports of these games. So I think they just got it to the wrong person. Probably just went for the lowest bidder or something. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well. I gotta say, man. Uh, as far as PSVR one's concerned, uh, the the show is definitely not over yet. Uh, the PSVR one show continues because Arcadia VR just uh, announced today that their game Requisition uh, is coming to PlayStation VR in 2022. Now, if you don't know who Arcadia VR is, well, then you haven't been paying attention to Without Parole because Arcadia VR is making one of our most anticipated upcoming games. Hinge, or just, yeah. or just Brian. <laughs> yeah, maybe just Brian. <laughs> that's for sure. Um, but but we announced that we debuted that information. Uh, we re- made that revealed during uh, I think last year's award show, right? I think we closed off the award show by saying, "Hey, Hinge VR coming to PlayStation VR uh, like in 2021 or something." And that did not turn out to be the case. Uh, in fact, they didn't get their dev kits. They waited for their dev kits over like for way too long, and uh, and they're just really now getting into the whole PSVR port of Hinge. Uh, but not, it's not stopping them because they announced their new game, Requisition. Uh, thanks. Shout out, by the way, to uh, to Darth Vader, who uh, who texted me about this. Um, let me know that this was happening and that he he saw uh, over on Twitter that they had responded to somebody saying, yes, it is coming to PlayStation VR in 2022. Now, the question, AJ, this is, I mean, we could talk about this game, uh, and it would it, I'd be down to talk about this. It's survival VR shooter set in an apocalyptic world. I'm reading a description on Steam. Run, fight, survive in single-player or cooperative mode. Explore abandoned houses or territories, find guns, knives, craft weapons, etc., etc., etc. But that's not really what I'm really focused on when I see news stories like this. When we see a developer who hasn't actually gotten their first game to PlayStation VR and says our second game is also coming to PlayStation VR. By the way, it's also multiplayer, uh, so that's another hurdle for them to overcome. Where, where do you think they should be? Do you think they should be? Do you think this should be their focus? Should be like if 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 there were ways out on their PSVR one port, should they just be bringing it to PlayStation VR one anyway, or should they just go, hey man, like we just let's focus on getting a PSVR two title out there? Where do you think these devs should be? Well. Um, I do have a lot to say about this game because I want to say that there's a little bit more than meets the eye at first with it. And some there were some nice surprises that I found when I dug a little bit deeper into this game. Uh, but, you know, like I said, um, I I think they should still be releasing on PSVR 1 for the for the fact alone that it's going to help you get your game to PSVR 2. When when John Hibbins was here Monday, uh, which was an amazing guest, make sure you go watch Monday's episode if you didn't, because he had lots to share about PSVR 2, lots of great um, insights from a developer perspective, uh, that... <sighs> He basically said that when he brought when when he brings brought Winlands two or the whole team brought Winlands two to PSVR, one of the things that's required now is compatibility with PS five, and he basically said that he feels very very confident about 
bringing it to a PSVR 2 upgrade in the future because while bringing it there, they've checked all the boxes to, to run on PS5. And it's going to eliminate a little bit of that red tape you're going to have to go through. Maybe, you know, it's going to depend because some studios maybe can't afford to do this, but I think you're going to play the long game here and, and you're going to come out better on top later uh, once um, once the next headset arrives. Yeah, I agree. And I, and I really think that I think that there's going to be a set set of games just like we saw on the PlayStation 5. For people who bought PlayStation 5 and had Plus, there was a Plus collection. Uh, there still is, I think. Um, where you just, there's like all of these AAA games, all the, a huge list of amazing Sony games uh, that you just got for free when you bought a PlayStation 5. And they were all PlayStation 4 games that were upgraded to run better on PlayStation 5, uh, which is cool. But just to be like, hey, I, I just bought this new console. If I didn't have a PS4, or I didn't have time to play all these games on PS4, I suddenly have an entire catalog of games to play uh, right off the bat. And I could see games like Windlands and, you know, Arashi or a bunch of other games that, you know, maybe maybe people miss out on because they didn't have PSVR 1 or they dropped out of PSVR 1 too early. And it's like you get a PlayStation VR 2, and it's like, hey, here's your Plus collection from day one. Uh, you know, we, we, we saw the Samurai Slaughterhouse guy, Justin from Tab Games, say, hey, you, you know, this is something that you know we're, we're our publisher is working with sony and possibly going to be a bundled title and we're like bundle title well i don't think samurai slaughterhouse is like the game that you want to sell your psvr 2 with it looks like a fun game but not the graphical showcase not the maybe maybe even from a control standpoint so it's like one of maybe like 20 games that they could do as a plus collection uh, and i could see a lot of these psvr 1 games getting the playstation vr 2 patch and then becoming part of that plus collection that's a long rant. Sorry. A plus collection would be very nice. Yeah. Before we uh, move on, uh, before we continue talking about requisition, because I know you said you had some details to share, uh, I want to give a shout out to Mick Coles uh, with the 10 quid. says, it's my 50th birthday today. Been throwing shapes Whoa! all week and then some. <laughs> keep the shits and giggles coming, fellas. It's still all about the pineapple squelches and Alvo. Always keep safe <laughs> and keep smiling. Uh, happy birthday, Mick Coles. Throw some shapes for me. Uh, happy birthday, Mick. Way to make it, man. Way to make it. <laughs> you, made, you, made, you made it halfway there. You made it halfway there. It's, is the goal 100? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, that's that's an accomplishment is what I should say. I mean, you know, making it to 50, yeah. you know, that's 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 a big deal. I'll be happy if I make it to 50. After that, it's all whatever. It doesn't matter. Make it to 50. I think I think last birthday I stopped, <laughs> I stopped caring about was 21. And then I was like, oh, no, it was like 25. Because I think my insurance got cheaper, and then and then like ever since then I could give a shit less about birthdays or my birthday in particular. He's sixty four years old. You can't tell that. Doesn't look a day over twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mad Max, the Metaverse Game Cat VR ran with a twenty dollar tip. Says Sar IOI tweet a PSPC VR patch for Hitman, and the footage VR mode was using the touch controllers, not a gamepad. Forty uh, seven's hands were moving apart from each other. He said when that drops, he has a surprise. The community asked for. Mad Max, you're going to be very happy to hear that we're going to be talking about Hitman 3 in just a minute. Yeah. Thank you so much for your donation. Make sure you wish Mick Cole's a happy birthday, Mad Max, <laughs> from one tipper to another. Let him know you love him. Actually, let everybody in, everybody in the chat, please, please, please wish, uh, please wish Mick Cole's. You say it, you say it a hundred times all the time anyways. You can actually wish somebody a real happy birthday for once. Yeah, for <laughs> They're real. like, oh, it's his real birthday? That's boring. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we have, oh, we have oh, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, so what, what can you teach me about requisition? Because I didn't go deep into this at all. Well, so I saw the footage and I was like, you know, zombie survival thing. Okay. It looks really early. It doesn't look very polished yet, which I stand by. It still needs a lot of time. It's, it's supposed to release a long time from now, though. So that's normal and that's okay. But if you get to the end of the video, there was something that really caught my attention first, and that was the guy running around the house surviving uh, and fighting off these enemies was picking up many different objects and like was like shoving like shrapnel into a toaster and then like shooting him at them. Yeah. Then he takes the toaster and he puts it on a plunger and then he duct tapes the plunger to the toaster and he's swinging it as a weapon. Did you ever play Dead Rising, Brian? Uh, I did. I did. I didn't like it as much as most people did, but but I did enjoy it. I, I didn't like, the, I, I didn't like I liked, that it was timed. I liked a lot of things about that game, but but I, I'm with you in that it was probably not like one of my most favorite things, but it, but it was a fun game, though. Yeah. Um, but uh, so this game, when you go into the Steam page and go down to the key features, you, you know – this is this is a genre that we're probably getting a little worn out on now. You know, we've had tons of zombie games, but by the time this game comes out, we might be begging for another zombie game. We have After the Fall coming next month. That's already a four-player co-op. Well, this game has a single-player or cooperative mode, which is, I think, a big deal. And you say, well, that's not very exciting because, you know, After the Fall is coming next month. Yes, but this one has a focus on melee combat, which I think is really cool. That's not something that After the Fall has. It's mostly a shooter. Um, so that makes it a little bit different. There's different game modes. Uh, there's the risk of getting infected. And then it says suddenly one of your teammates gets in, can get infected. Let's see what you will do. So <clears throat> I'm wondering if your teammates can get uh, – what it makes it sound like is that your teammate can get infected. And then I wonder if they turn on you. Which would be super cool. That would be a really cool mechanic. If that you're playing co-op, one of them gets bit, and then uh, and then they turn, and then you have uh, you know like a time limit that they can survive, and, and then they turn on you. Uh, I think that'd be really cool. Yeah. Um, and then finally, it says you can combine over 300 objects to get the perfect weapon. So love that. There's little things about this that I like, from the four-player co-op to the main uh, melee combat to possibly your co-op partners getting bit and turning on you. And then, but I think the thing I'm most excited about is how there are over 300 different objects in the game, at least as of right now, that you supposedly can combine and and use as weapons. And I and I think and I like that because uh, it's like something you don't see often. That's what I look for. Otherwise, if it didn't have any of this, I'd be like, oh, this again. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. It yeah. makes it stand out a little bit, which it's, I can appreciate. Especially in VR, yeah. We haven't seen enough of this in VR. Uh, the the whole the whole deal with the um, with the weapons uh, or the crafting to make different types of weapons uh, and, and having it be, from what I can tell from this trailer, being pretty you know VRAF. Uh, I love this man. It's like you know, a song in the smoke had us whittling sticks and and and. and pounding out rocks to make arrowheads and sticking it all together uh, i was like but if, if there are 300 there was only so much you could do in song and smoke right there's like rocks and then bigger rocks sticks and bigger sticks and so there was only a certain yeah. amount of actual crafting that was done but if what was there felt really good if there's 300 items in this world to to kind of experiment with and, and you know take the tape and actually tape it up yourself and and, and stick that plunger on the end of things and, and start using them as weapons like that 
this is this is what we're kind of looking for in VR, I think. Uh, and and that can yeah. make the difference between a game that's really fun and interesting and different uh, and just yeah. another boring, flat game. Yep. Well, uh, we have a long time before we see this game. We have a long time before it sounds like we see Hinge. So hopefully these just give us something in 2022. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I think we've spent enough time on this for now. I think Speaking you're right. Yeah. of Song in the Smoke, um, Jake Kasdahl, CEO or head of uh, 17-Bit, our friend, good of friend a, amazing guy, was on here before. Again, if you didn't see that episode with him either around Halloween, go watch that because that dude is awesome. Um, he will be streaming tonight over on the Sounds Like the 17-Bit YouTube channel. Uh, he will be previewing the upcoming hard mode features uh, that are coming to the game. Song and Smoke is getting new difficulty options, and that is super exciting for those who you know played the game to exhaustion, mm-hmm. um, like myself and Nicolo. And and uh, I saw uh, who was it? Somebody. There was another game cat that got the platinum. Grats, good on you. Um, and uh, yeah, and uh, he and you can go and interact. And it sounds like you can ask questions and stuff. So I will be. Uh, attending that and checking it out and give the full report on what I've seen uh, on Friday. Yeah, it's uh, it's, it's going to be awesome, man. I mean, the fact the fact is is that you know anything they add to Song of the Smoke, the game was I, we already gave it a ten out of ten. You know, that's not to say it was perfect, but it was just doing stuff we hadn't seen before, and it was you know super addictive. It was pretty perfect. <laughs> all I could think about for you know an entire week that I was playing it. Um, but to, but for them to even continue to sit there and continue to improve on the formula and to take all of this feedback that's coming in from every single player that's playing it uh, is is amazing. Uh, my hope, my hope, and this is this is a very unlikely hope, but I hope the hard mode is unlockable through like a new game plus mode because man. Yeah, that, carry over and stuff. Yeah, because being able to carry over and having okay, now enemies are more difficult. Okay, now you know it's going to rain five times as frequently, and you got to make sure your fires are in the right position to make sure they don't get rained on, and just to have to think about all this extra stuff. But on top of it, be like, oh, but I get to carry over my pelts and some of the other inventory items and, and the things I'd upgraded, and maybe all my campfires will still be there um, from the last time I played. It would be nice to be able to say, hey, I can just start on hard mode if I just want to get my ass kicked. Or kind of ease into hard mode with my new game plus. I have a, I don't, I don't see this being the case because I feel like that uh, implementing that would have been really, really tough. Um, but who knows, man? I got my fingers crossed. That that's my dream for this. And I have a little bit of a correction here. Thank you, Twitch of the single player game cat. It says sixteen bit, no seventeen bit Discord voice channel, not YouTube oh, is where it'll be streamed. So, so make sure you join our Discord. Mm-hmm. And then make sure you also join 17 bits discord. He called it 16 bit, but it's 17 bit. It's 17 bit. <laughs> so. and, and, and also make sure, you know, and if you get your game cat name, uh, go over there and represent man. Like, I, I think it's, I think it's really cool. Anytime we watch a VR stream, you know, that upload does or, or that anybody does. And we see in so many game cats in the names, uh, in the chat. Uh, I just, I just always love that, man. It's like, a, like we're, we're out there as a group saying, Hey man, we fucking love PlayStation VR and we love VR and like, we're here, here we are. So very yep, cool. Cool stuff. So we'll be checking that out as well as your stream of baby hands. I guess I'll be double screening it up. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm, I'm going to do my baby hand stream like an hour before this one even starts. Okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, 
the next thing, Brian, we got some uh, viewer takeover questions, it looks like. Wow. AJ, I love viewer takeover questions. And if you guys out there want to be part of the show and leave a viewer takeover question, make sure you go to our Discord, click the link in the description below, uh, and go to our viewer takeover channel and leave your question over there. There'll be a bunch of people that'll try to answer it for us before the show, but then we'll just probably still tackle it anyway, as long as it's an interesting question. Uh, first one comes to us from I am Stevicus. It says, hashtag viewer takeover. If the PSVR 2 is backwards compatible, do you think... We'll see. Delisted games returning to the store. Uh, mostly no. I don't believe so. It's funny. You know, they said ninety nine percent of games, PS four games, were backwards compatible with PS five. What they didn't tell you is that many of them disappeared off the store and became unavailable. Sneaky, sneaky, but not going to get past us, Sony. Um, yeah, stuff like the Solus Project was removed. Um, there was there was a couple others that were that we just kind of see left and right. I was actually going to make a video on it. Um, but uh, here's the thing, is that this wasn't really it doesn't seem like it would happen because it doesn't seem like it's just a decision that sony made and put their foot down and said no you're not coming to the next gen with us uh the solace project when i did some digging on that that was removed by the developers and that was delisted and shut down by the developers so um you know that was their choice to do that and that wasn't a sony thing so i think if there is backwards compatibility on the PlayStation VR two, which we be, we are we have strong reason to believe at this point that there there will be, um, I don't think we're going to just see some pop up. Although I would say just to make you happy, Brian, it would be a nice surprise if something like let's say Robinson the Journey uh, come, comes back because of this opportunity, new opportunity. And I just want you to be happy, Brian. I mean, I just want me to be happy too. <laughs> um, it is a huge opportunity, like 100%. It, it's the fact is, is that you know, like Robinson the Journey isn't available on PlayStation Five. It's just not compatible. Uh, you know, the Solus Project that those devs weren't, I wouldn't say, super clear about the reason that they delisted it, uh, and, and who knows what that reason is. I have no idea. Maybe they want to. Maybe uh, so. Let, let's put our tinfoil hats on, right? Pop out there is going to love this, right? Uh, Solus Project got delisted. You know why? Yep. Because PSVR one sounds like it's an old game, right? And so, and so, some developers out there are going to be like, "Hey, here's our PSVR two patch for an existing PlayStation VR one game." But some out there, maybe the developers behind the Solus Project, are like, "We don't want to make it sound like we're just patching up an old game. We want to re-reveal our game and make a big deal about it and say, hey, this isn't this isn't a PSVR two patch. We rebuilt this thing from the ground up to take full advantage of next gen hardware. You know, here it is. It's a PSVR two title. It's not a PSVR one title here it is. And so there's a million different ways people could go about this. And with delisted games, you know, like there's, there's games like Preda Vendetta rising, like alien corp, but just doesn't exist anymore. As far as I know, right. Those developers are gone, but that is correct. They sold their studio basically to the publishers because they had a bad, unfortunate investment stuff and and had to basically get rid of everything. And it's not in their control anymore. Right. And so that could just be gone forever. Or the publisher could be like, hey, this is our chance, right? VR is – this is the second coming of VR. This is our chance to really – like to, to finally give our game the attention it deserves. 
and, and and patch it up for PSVR two. If the publishers care at all about this IP, or care about at all about this title that they purchased from the developers, you know this is this is their chance to make some money off of it to get to get it out there into the public eye. Uh, so I mean, every single story is different. I think, and that's that's the point I'm trying to make here. Is that like I I think Robinson could certainly be a game we see because. Crytek still exists in some shape or form, even though it sounds like they go bankrupt every other month or so. Like they still exist, and I and I think they put a ton of money into Robinson the Journey, and they'd like to sell more copies of it. And so, why not? I mean, if they remastered like Robinson the Journey and put it with the orbs and and that you know the things that look like move controllers too <laughs> that are in the game, yeah. uh, and actually have it like crunch when you climb up walls and stuff, a little bit more VR optimized. Um, I think it could be a little bit better. Uh, but yeah, I think I, I don't see why a couple games like that might show their face again on there. But but who knows? There could be, obviously, there could be something horribly wrong that is the reason that it wasn't able to convert to PS5. Uh, maybe there was too many issues. So who knows? They, they'd have to maybe invest too much and not get that return back. Also, if they did that, don't charge $50 or $60 for that game. Bastards! Yeah, <sighs> it was beautiful, Think- but it was it was not a fifty years not that game. No. Uh, before we move on, we got the Wolf Craze with the one hundred dollar tip, saying Happy Thanksgiving to our Game Cat leaders. I am thankful for you and your work. Now I'm a chill and listen and learn. Wolf Craze, thank you so much. We are very appreciative of you. Um, thankful for you and all of our community. Uh, hopefully, you all have a safe and happy Thanksgiving. Thank you. Happy uh, Thanksgiving to you, Wolf Grace. AJ, what's our next viewer takeover question? It comes from Salvador. Make sure you guys go into our Discord, go to viewer takeover section, leave us a hashtag viewer takeover if you want to leave a question, take over the show. This comes from our good friend Salvador. And he says, now that Hitman 3 is coming to PC VR with hand controller tracking, do we think this is a sign of upgrades for PSVR 2? Now, what my good friend Salvador is referring to, is that Hitman 3 recently had, uh, or IOI Interactive, IO, IO Interactive, uh, recently announced, and they had a two-year announcement. They said, I'm sorry, a year two announcement. And they said, we're pleased to announce that Hitman 3 year two will begin on 20th of January 2022 with an exciting roadmap of content. Uh, and they say today we'll like uh, show you, invite you and show you what, what, what to expect. Um, first of all, they said that the the World of Assassination trilogy has reached the phenomenal milestone of 50 million players, and Hitman 3 is now the most successful Hitman game of all time. Give it up for, for IO Interactive. That's all because of PlayStation VR, by the way. You had no idea. All because all 50 million are, yep. are secretly PlayStation VR players. That's right. Um, they say year two uh, with po- that post-launch support will uh, confirm for another 12 months. New maps, storylines, modes, and ways to play are all lined up for 2022, which is set for another exciting year. So this game killed it. Now they're saying there's new maps and storylines and modes uh, that are going to be featured uh, in the game. And uh, they've even got uh, the guy that does like the voice acting and does the character of 40, plays 47. He's, it sounds like he's coming back. This game was just super, super successful. Um, and that's great to hear uh, because it means better things for us down the line. It does. And to answer Salvador's, uh, you know, 
the question like basically as, as simply as possible i think more than anything it's a sign that the uh, the one year exclusivity contract is up with with playstation as far as vr is concerned that's to answer your question is um you know with showing yeah because january 20th right it came out right around that well yeah. so in addition they they said that they're going to add ray tracing these are some pc uh related features right. uh ray tracing um and they're adding pc vr support with full motion controls right. um hitman 3 launched with support for psvr and we're happy to bring hitman vr to pc in january 2022 full technical details blah 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 uh including the platforms that they're supporting will be revealed before year two starts so yeah you're right that lines up exactly i think hitman was january 19th right so that's like the one year contract is up and then they'll be going that now there's another stuff like an elusive target arcade mode that is going here's the interesting thing so naturally brian when they say psvr i mean i'm sorry when they say there's a pcvr mode do you think that that means that that's going to play a part in something that we see eventually. Yo, absolutely. I mean, so first and foremost, like all of these modes are going to come to PSVR. And I would say that, you know, if, if, if people were to make like a top 10 list of games on PSVR one that they want supported on PSVR two, I think most people would have this on there, whether because they loved it or because they didn't love it. And they couldn't, they couldn't stand the dual shock uh, for support. They want, they wanted move support. And, right. I, and I think a lot of us are in that same boat. It was like, yeah, this game would have been infinitely better. In my opinion, I know maybe other people disagree, but I'm saying in my opinion, this game would have been infinitely better with full motion controller support. And yeah, I mean, I they they they, they, they said, even said in that press release that you just talked about, they'll be, they'll be talking about platforms in the future, right? They actually specifically said what platforms they'll be hitting in the future. And <clears throat> it's just because, again... Sony hasn't actually revealed the PlayStation VR 2. So all of the all the developers in the know and all the people who are making PSVR 2 games just are, are being very quiet about it. The people you hear saying, hey, we're making a PSVR 2 game are the ones that like haven't talked to Sony and just are, are targeting PSVR 2 down the line when they eventually get dev kits and are allowed to make PSVR 2 games. The ones who aren't saying it like straight out are the ones that are in cahoots with Sony and are actually making PSVR 2 games. <laughs> so... Uh, so yeah, I 100%, 100% think that this, you know, a lot of these signs are, a lot of these are indications of things that we will see on PlayStation VR 2, probably at launch. So there's one thing here that I've left off, and I've realized I do this now. I really need to stop doing this. Where like I try to have this huge build up to to something that I'm gonna reveal, mm-hmm. and and I realize maybe I shouldn't spend ten minutes doing the build up, uh, but uh, I'll get better at that. I'll work on that. But the final part of this, which many many have seemed to miss, is that the last bullet point it says here says redacted in spring 2022, spring 2022. We've got a major update to the game planned. Stay tuned for more details. Uh, so I will, I will show that to you. It is redacted right now. Um, so they've talked about more story, more content, PC VR stuff. Uh, and then they've posted this here, and it says, uh, yeah, they've got a major update to share in spring 2022. Okay. So, so, so. Heads up. Uh here in the United States, uh, <laughs> spring begins uh, in Mar- on March 20th and ends on June 21st. 
this is right in line with, you know, uh, when you get into real, like, oh, my God, could PSVR 2 be here sooner than we think kind of territory? Uh, you know, we were looking at, hey, possibly March, right? Because there are all these games coming out in March, uh, whether it be the, you know, Grand Grand Theft Auto 5 for PlayStation 5, uh, the new Gran Turismo game. Like, it's just all these games that, you know, we're like 100% confident will have PSVR 2 support are all kind of hitting right around the same time in March. I think that's, I do think that's a little bit too early. And I do think, but I've, I've, I've said, yeah, maybe like mid 2022. Uh, so like sometime in June, the beginning of June. Uh, so this, do you think that's what they're referring to here? Um, yeah, I think by that time, we have to assume that we'll at least have tons of announcements going on. When, whenever they mention these launch games, uh, you know, we expect a big push for PSVR 2. So whenever this stuff happens, you'd have to imagine that they're going to be like, you know, today is, is Grand Theft Auto, uh, uh, Gran Turismo launch day or whatever, and, uh, or Hitman 3 update day. And this is the announcement. Maybe a lot of these games will maybe if, if it's not a headset, uh, if the headset isn't available by spring or, or anything, they've got to at least be able to start talking about it by then. Um, you'd imagine. So, okay. so yeah. So I think, uh, I, I, I couldn't see what else that this, uh, could be pointing to. Um, obviously it could be something else. It's just speculation, but I, but I feel pretty confident that this could very well be, uh, meaning some talking about something related to PSVR too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, again, I, 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 the floodgates are about to open when they, when they said, you know why again, because they said all that other content, um, unless they're like, we're doing Hitman Four, but when they're talking about new maps, new modes, new new other stuff that's redacted, um, maybe it could just be more details on the additional content that's coming, or maybe it's something else. Dun dun dun. There's no way to know, AJ. There's no way to know. <laughs> no. All right, man. Well, that's I mean, super exciting, right? Uh, so yeah. this is uh, this is pretty big news, and it's very exciting to see what happens. Um, but we should probably move on to our next viewer takeover question because it is sort of the topic of our show. And that comes to us from Distracted Steve Cat. Everybody changed their name to Steve on Discord. It was, <laughs> it was hilarious, and now it's just irritating. <laughs> <laughs> um, hashtag, hashtag viewer takeover timing is everything how different do you think the psvr landscape would be if a game like star wars squadrons came out at launch of the headset and what single globally recognized launch game would be vital in making more of an impact with psvr aj let's take the first part first how different do you think the psvr landscape would be if a game like star wars squadrons came out at launch oh um I don't I don't know. I I think when you have something like Star Wars, yeah, it's it's a strong strong platform. It got it definitely got my friend my friend bought a PSVR after playing the Rogue One mission and that was it. Um so I think like I said before is that I think familiar IPs, really popular IPs, uh when you tell people, "Hey, you get to become like live inside one of these IPs that you grew up loving so much more, uh, so much. Um, I think that's how you kind of Trojan horse VR into people's uh, lives and, and you, and you get them familiar with it. And, you know, look at the impact that um, 
that Hitman had, that that Resident Evil Four had on the Quest side, that you know the buzz around some of these games, um, some of the biggest things like Skyrim. You know, when Skyrim was announced for PSVR, it was it exploded, um, and that's where things really started uh, going accelerating. And I think the more big familiar IPs like a Star Wars, like a um, something like that, is uh, will definitely accelerate the process for sure. Yeah, I mean, you know, trying to trying to look back and 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 see what one simple change in history would have done for our platform. It's it's not easy to do, right? Because the fact is is I think that you know, the more the more amazing titles and the more recognizable IPs that we had earlier on, the better, right? But I, but I still don't think any number of games or any or any specific games would have pushed, uh, would have pushed us past like the you know even eight or nine sales, eight or nine million sales figure, right? I do think there was just this this natural limit to how many play, how many units PlayStation VR could sell because of more than anything, it's less about the games and more about when it came out and, and the fact that like the public wasn't quite ready for VR quite then, uh, right then. Right. PS4 wasn't like totally set up for VR, so they needed the breakout box. You know, we didn't have the controllers that we wanted. I mean, it, it was just a little bit of everything that was keeping it from, you know, kind of getting into the mainstream consciousness and being like, oh, yeah, oh, I'm a gamer. This is something I want. You very seldom heard that. So, you know, I, you could say, yeah, if Squadrons was there, it would have done a little bit better. Um, but as AJ said, we had the Rogue One mission oh, no. at launch. And I don't think you can compare apples to oranges like that and say oh there was this 15 minute demo uh and if that didn't get everyone in then nothing would but at the same time it was like a free addition to star wars battle front two no one i don't fucking know at this point one. i mean we had stuff like e valkyrie and that was you know people enjoyed it but like you said i think vr was just beginning just uh starting out i don't know if the hardware could have really been i don't know if the game would have been as good if it uh came out during that time um or would have been a successful smart business strategy so uh i I think the limitations uh at the time you know it it might not have worked it it could have uh i think the uh i think they played it safe with with the demo that they did and and was happy to get the game we got later. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Now, hold on real quick here. Uh, I didn't want to get, let this tip get too far away. Loop of the Game Cat with the five euro says, they say players, not sold copies, which makes me wonder whether it includes the free version users. Is that, this is in re- reference to Hitman, right? In reference to Hitman, yes. It, it's players. They didn't sell 50 million copies. Not many games do. But it is the most successful Hitman game of, of all time. And I think they... I think at launch alone, they, it was it, it smashed its own records and and uh, killed it. They they did really really well. So yeah, while it's only 15 million players, uh, it's a weird thing to say. Like hey, we had still this- millions and millions. Well, it sounds better, but it's still yeah. millions and millions and millions of people that played the game for sure. Right. It's like saying hey, we have this free demo, uh, and then our game came out, and like 
200 million people played our game. It's like, no, like 192 million people played your demo. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's a, yeah, it's a weird thing to say, but you know, it's a, it, I'm, gl- I'm glad Looper pointed that out because I, that wasn't even on my mind. I forgot about the free version. Uh, we also got Emily Baxter, hashtag the cartoony, which game kitten with the $5 tip says cartoony games are like Turkey. They both suck. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving to you two in the cats. Hashtag hire AJ. Hashtag Brian still hasn't found the cartoony game. I'll like, yeah, that, that's an ongoing mission in my life. Um, and I agree, man. I think I think turkey sucks. I think ham all what? the way. Yep. What is wrong with y'all? Turkey's boring, man. It's, so first of all, everyone's like, oh, dark meat's not good for you. It's like, fucking, first of all, give me the leg, right? I'll just gnaw on that. Dark meat's I like amazing. The white, I like the breast. <laughs> yeah, the white, white meat's, like, I've never had amazing white meat turkey. Ham is always good. It's always good. Yeah. Also, green bean casserole for the win. Uh, <laughs> Walid Saeed Faridi with the Canadian $2 tip says, Hey guys, keep up the good work. You keep up the good work too, Walid. We appreciate you. Thank you, Walid. So, so anyway, uh, the second part of this question, I think is the bigger part of this question. And that's, uh, what single globally recognized launch game would be vital in making more of an impact with PSVR two? Do you have an answer to this question? Um, well, I think the, the launch of PSVR 2 is going to come down to if they, want to, they, if they want it to be really strong out the gate, they're going to have to have several popular IPs to really get people going that are already compatible. Uh, I love John Hibben's take on Monday where he said a lot of the games that have already released on PS5, you release the headset and you have some new games. You, you, hopefully there's backwards compatibility, which again, it sounds like we're getting strong vibes that it is going to be backwards compatible. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then you say games like, if, if you want my opinion on what, what's going to help sell the headset the quickest at launch, um, I think Gran Turismo 7, uh, you, you announced that that has a fully compatible VR mode. Uh, Resident Evil 8, because that is on its way right now. To becoming the most successful Resident Evil game of all time, uh, as, especially like you know in comparison to Seven, which was the previous owner holder of that, uh, Grand Theft Auto, I think would be huge. Um, I you have a, you want to have a diverse launch of of games of triple A games when when people see that uh, PSVR two is like oh this is. This is not a bunch of little VR modes tacked on that these are full PS5 games now playable in VR. Uh, I think that would be huge. And, uh, you know, of course, the the other one I could absolutely point to is Half-Life Alex. That's something that people – that was a huge dis- – you know, despite being the one game, uh, one huge game, it had a huge impact um, on on the VR scene and, and made a lot of people go, oh, my God, like, VR is amazing. And and so you take stellar AAA titles like that and you have them ready to go at launch. Uh, and I think you hit the ground running with PSVR 2. Yeah, I mean, to answer the question, uh, Distracted Steve Cat uh, asks – there is no single globally recognized launch game uh, that could be that could be vital. I don't I don't think it's a single title. Uh, I mean I think the closest we get to that is Grand Theft Auto Five, right? And and because of Grand Theft Auto Online, which is a you know uh, an ongoing 
an is he asking for a single title? Like, is he asking to only choose one? What single globally recognized launch game? He asks. So I lied. I do have an answer. Now that that what I said, I stand by. I think is really important and going to happen. Uh, Spider Man. I think I think if you launch with a Spider Man game, I think that uh, and and you know maybe a Star Wars game, Spider Man and Marvel. I think. Uh, or I'm sorry. Single MCU. title, AJ. <laughs> Single title, Spider-Man. 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 Star Wars. Star Wars and Spider-Man. I, I, I think Commander. Spider-Man, if I had to choose just one, I think a Spider-Man game would would be the instant, like, blow the doors down game. Just because the thought of getting to, you know, use the abilities, the way that game and the lore of that game and whatever gameplay meshes with VR, uh, I think. Spider-Man is the answer to that. Yeah, I mean, I think I think Spider-Man's great, um, but I think it only moves the needle so much. You know, it's uh, I, I, like really when you look back at the last three generations of consoles, it's it, Grand Theft Auto V has been the number one selling game for that entire time, right? I mean, it's like that in Minecraft, uh, except you know, I, I do think that there's a little bit of a stigma against Minecraft from like the older generation. Some don't get me wrong. I know that there's tons of older gamers that love Minecraft. So I'm not saying that that's not a thing, but I feel like Grand Theft Auto is just ubiquitous. And it's something that when you think of VR, you're like, yeah, I want to, I want to get in, into that game. I want a big open world. I want to jump into any car and drive it. And then while I'm driving, shoot with my other hand out the window, I've been saying this for fucking years, (laughs) right? There's just so much to do in these games. And then when you add in the online mode and you get to, you know, play with your friends and like this persistent world that you get to live in like it's this is if there's a game that's going to push vr into the mainstream and and accelerate the growth of psvr2 this is the one and and i'm so happy that rockstar and sony are in bed together because it it always sounds like that's the case it's like always sony announcing these these grand theft auto things and uh and and you know seeing it come to playstation 5 in march um is is going to be a big deal it's going to it's going to sell tens of millions of copies in flat screen already but with a vr mode it's like then it, it, it's it's less about selling more copies of the game at that point and more about taking all the people who have bought a copy of the game and bringing those people into vr like that that's the new mission it's not to sell more copies of the game it's to sell more PSVR2 headsets. And I really think that Sony yeah. and Rockstar are both aware of that situation. You can only sell so many copies of Grand Theft Auto V until everybody on the planet has one. Right? You can't sell any more eventually. Right? New gamers every day. I get it. Um, but yeah, man, it's like but but there needs to be there needs to be this sort of wider adoption from the industry. And I and I think that one of the things that's actually gonna propel uh, PSVR2, if they can get electronic arts on board, is EA Sports titles. You know, I mean, like, I, I oh, please don't bring that shit here. <laughs> don't bring that bad juju to us, Brian. I mean, dude, it's you talk talk about you know some of the best selling games on the planet, and it's like you get you get people buying Madden every single year. You get people buying. It's not Tiger Woods anymore. What's their golf game called? Do they have a golf game anymore? I don't know. I haven't played since Tiger PGA Woods. Tour. Yeah. So, uh, so I think EA Sports needs to be on board. I think Fortnite. Uh, I mean, obviously that we saw those emails a while back um, regarding Fortnite and uh, and the potential of them bringing that to VR. Um, we, you know, Call of Duty. I think is a no brainer. Uh, Minecraft, obviously, but you know that feels a little bit more VR than the version that we got. Uh, the orb controllers would be amazing for that. Uh, and and honestly, man, I, I think 
all of these are going to push sales forward. But what I think is going to push PSVR 2 forward and really, really start shocking people is when we see like the next Uncharted game. And they, they say, hey, here it is. Here's the flat screen version. Run around. You're Nathan Drake. You're whoever. And you're doing the Nathan Drake thing. And then they do, and they do, they they snap their fingers because they're 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 stealing it from Switch, and the, and it goes into first person VR mode, and you're and suddenly you're Nathan Drake, and you've got two hands. You're looking, holy crap! Like this is what I'm doing. And now you're physically dodging uh, gunfire. You're you're actively sh- aiming and shooting your gun. You're you're picking up things and dusting all the dirt off of them. You're see, you're checking out artifacts in first person and looking at them like L.A. Noir style. <clears throat> I think I think if you get a nice visual demonstration like that and really start showing people the difference between what can be done on a flat screen and what can be done really effectively in first person VR, that's when you start selling headsets. And I just don't think that Sony Sony hasn't stepped up with their first party IPs yet. Look back at the last five years of PSVR one. There's no first party Sony IPs, not really, right? It's like and so they've been holding back. So what have they been holding back for? I I think we're about to see. And, uh, and I think they're, we're really about to see um, some interesting advertising as well, you know, like including that switch from flat screen to PSVR 2 mode. I think that's going to sell a lot of people on VR. Is it 20 questions time? <laughs> it's 20 questions time, Brian. <laughs> that's awesome. AJ, explain to people how this game works, because i got to check one thing real quick. 20 questions, guys, for those that need to know while Brian picks a game because he likely forgot. I already picked uh, it. I just got it. <laughs> I'm just messing with you. Um, is uh, a game that Brian stole from Game Scoop. That's right. Uh, Sorry, and Damon, uh, Damon Hatfield. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with it, personally, because I still am mad at Damon Hatfield for giving Farpoint a six. I think that is really should be a uh, criminal offense that should be uh, – punishable by law and uh yeah so we do this game now where we have we're gonna have it's me and you tonight chat you and i must work together we have 20 questions and six minutes to guess the game brian is thinking of i'm gonna put some minutes on the clock right now dude i want to get justin davis on this show man like and then we can just play regular 20 questions we're we're gonna slowly steal the game scoop crew from damon (laughs) don't tell damon we're gonna do it secretively sadly we can't pay anybody so i don't think it'll happen all right are you ready aj yes all right on your mark get set go does this game have a turkey in it no (laughs) that that's a couple games uh does this game have move support I'm going to give you a big hint right now, and I'm not sure if it's a big hint or not, but I had to look it up, and it does, but I was totally shocked by that. <laughs> okay. Um, all right. So does this game have aim support? No. No aim support. Okay. All right. Uh, is it a, um, a sci-fi game? Yes, it is. Is there flying in this game? Yes, there is. That's five. Are you a superhero in this game? You're not a superhero in this game. Okay. Um, oh, ooh. Did this game just have a birthday the other day? Not to my knowledge. <laughs> okay. I can look it up. Um... 
Is it a rhythm game? Oh, I mean, technically, yeah, it did have a birthday not that long ago. Is it a rhythm game? No, not a rhythm game. Okay. Uh, so you're flying. You, there's there's flying in this. It uses uh, dual shock and has move support. Much hey, to uh, his surprise. Sorry, I totally missed this tip from Aaron. I was just scrolling back. Canadian five dollars. What do you think the chances are that? So we're going to address this right after the sh- after the game. I promise. Okay. 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 Um, sorry, Aaron. Uh, let's see. So. How many questions are we at? That, that's eight. So you've got however many more. Uh, is it made by Enhanced Games? It is not made by Enhanced Games. Okay, guys. So it's not Res. That's where I was going. Um, what would surprise him that had move support? What do we got here? What I think it surprise you that has move support. Oh, we got you what? I think we missed a lot of tips here. Okay, um, I think we'll, it would. Su- we'll go back. I think it surprised you that it has move support. Well, Res would be the the answer to that. I didn't know Res had move support. Oh, okay. Um. <clears throat> uh. Okay. Is there shooting in this? Yes, there is shooting. That's ten questions. Ten questions, guys. Ten questions. Um. Hmm. Flying sci-fi with with surprising move support. Flying sci-fi. Oh, um, is it sports related? It is not sports related. Okay. Um, are you in a vehicle? Yes. Okay. Okay. So I'm I'm leaning towards. Uh, okay. So I, I'm guessing it's a spaceship uh, kind of game. Uh, what the hell's the name of that game? I lost a little bit of time because of the stuff. Does this have HOTUS support? I couldn't answer that. So what? I, I, yeah. <laughs> you couldn't answer that. I, I can't. Well, there, it, it may. I do not know the answer to that question. <sighs> um, let's see. <laughs> I see somebody say good answer, good question, Alberto, and I look at Alberto's question, and it says, "Can you shoot the good dog, bad dog, or the bad?" <laughs> you guys are killing me. Ooh, Starship Disco. Ooh, no, he says it's not a rhythm game though. That's a that's definitely a rhythm game. Um, <clears throat> is it uh, is it a launch game? Did I ask that already? You didn't. Uh, okay, launch window. Launch window game. I'm trying to be helpful here. Um. Uh, what the hell's the people that? Yeah, I'm thinking. Thank you, Niles Ryan. I'm thinking End Space, or I'm thinking E Valkyrie. Um, what's the? Uh, has this developer made other VR game? Uh, other PSVR games? So I've been looking that up ever since the start of this game because I, I feel like they should have, but I can't. I can't find any information, and if I'm missing it, I apologize. I don't think they have. Um, let's see. Uh, does this game shit? Let's see. Is there, is there a, are you in a uh, spaceship that you can fly around in? Yes. Okay. That's 15. 
Is this game developed by Justin Wasilenko? No. So it's not in space. It's not in space. What is, what the hell is the name of the uh, the E Valkyrie people? Is there multiplayer? There's not multiplayer. There's not multiplayer. Shit. It's sci-fi. It's flying. It's a launch window game. Ooh. Ooh, it can be uh it could be that um is it made by is it like an arcade shooter? Kind of? I'd call it an arcade shooter, yeah. Ten seconds. I'm wondering uh well no, I you killed a lot of my time. Like I didn't kill a lot like of your time. time. I'll give you an extra like thirty seconds. Okay. Uh who made uh Stardust Odyssey? Um Let's see. Yeah, I need I need additional time because you you killed a lot of my time. Yeah, you keep saying uh, that, but you're just gonna waste more of your time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it could be space rift. Uh, it could be um, it could be space rift. Is is it uh, is it an adventure game? It's not an adventure game. That's your okay. last question. I need a guess from you. Okay. CCP Games did Eve Valkyrie. He said that they didn't. Uh, so it's not in space. Uh, is it Super Stardust? It is not Super Stardust. You are going to kill me for this one. Damn. This is everybody's favorite game, Call of Duty, Infinite Warfare, Jackal Assault, the VR experience. I was thinking, I was thinking about that. I don't even know if I have a video to show for this. Uh, but I'll tell you, ever since I, I saw, I saw somebody. No, I'm not mad about that. It's just a hard one, um, a really, really hard one. Uh, no, no, no video for Jackal Assault. Although I'm, I know that I reviewed it on the channel because even though it was a free experience, we had very little to cover back in those days, and I did review it regardless. Um, such a piece of shit. It was. God, I hated that thing. Like, how can you even put the Call of Duty name on that game? Like it was just so dumb. And can you believe it has move support? Like when? What the hell? Like maybe. It's uh, yeah, I, I am surprised it has move support. That that is weird. Yeah, I'm uh, not sure if that's right. That's probably not even right. Uh, Nathan's in the chat. He says, "I see you've summoned me by adding Bioshock to your thumbnail." I know what works, baby. <laughs> I know what works. <laughs> um, What's well, good, Nathan? Right. Uh, so, uh, dude, oh, fuck. I think we missed. Let's get to these tips. MRI gamer with the two dollar tip says, "Team Turkey." This is how far back we are on tips. Team Turkey. Damn right. Right? Uh, we got Emily Baxter. Again, the hashtag cartoony, which game kitten with $2 tips. Says, We're having meatballs while watching football. I'm down for the meatballs, man. But the football is like my least favorite part of holidays. Uh, it's just like makes the endless boring <laughs> conversation. I don't, I don't watch sports anymore boring. because my, my teams do a lot better when I don't watch them. So I stopped watching sports. Your bad luck for your teams? Um, yeah, sure. Let's just say that. Okay. Aaron with the Canadian $5 tips says, what do you think <laughs> the chances are that Sony charges an Ma- upgrade? Fee? Maybe I'm good luck, Brian. Maybe I'm good luck because when I don't watch, you know, what do you think the chances are that Sony uh, charges an upgrade fee for the VR portion of their first party hybrid games? Hashtag love y'all. Hashtag keep it up. Thank you, Aaron. Um, that's interesting for the hybrid games. What do you think the chances are that we're going to be charged for the VR part? Um, 
<sighs> I think it kind of – see, when you talk about getting EA in on the action, I think there's a high chance of that happening. Uh, no, uh, I don't know. Um, I think I think the games will just be hybrid. I mean, they're $70, and yeah. uh, how much more do they need? <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, I'm 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 100 with you there. I feel like you know when when they made the jump to the 70 dollars price tag, uh, this was one of the things that sort of got included in that. It's like, hey, what's what's the reason, man? Like, what's what could possibly be the reason that we are going from 60 to 70 dollars? Like, okay, a little bit inflation. Okay, games cost more money now to make than ever. We get it. But if there's also, hey, we're going to make sure that there's VR support included in all of these first party games and all of these whatever you know third party games, then suddenly that 70 dollars price tag. You know, I, I've I've gone on record and said I would have paid a hundred dollars for Resident Evil Seven because of how much the amount of time and enjoyment I got out of it, because it was still in my book the best VR game out there, right? And that's I'm, what you buy. That's why you buy like a collector's edition or something. Don't just. <laughs> that's how you get certain games that I won't say the name of end up launching at $40 when they shouldn't launch at $40. And despite being pretty promising, gets a ton of backlash, uh, it, because of stuff like that moves like that. When, when they listen to that stuff, man. Yeah, but, but, but that's, but, but there's, you can't compare games like Alvo to games like, uh, like an assassin. I didn't say game. it. <laughs> you, you said it. We all know. What oh, did about. the stream crash? Did the stream crash? <laughs> right. No, we all know. We all know what you're talking about. And, and the fact is, is yeah, it's like pri- games need to be priced accordingly. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that they should charge a hundred dollars for Resident Evil Eight VR. I'm certainly not saying that. Uh, but I'm. But I am saying that you know, compared to all of the games that I've paid twenty dollars for, thirty dollars, forty, fifty, sixty, seventy dollars for. Like the amount of time and enjoyment I got out of Resident Evil Seven was so far up above and beyond all of those that I personally would have paid a hundred dollars for it. Not and so now the games are seventy dollars for the most part for the big AAA experiences. Uh, it it would be really really nice to to say hey like where's that money going toward in seeing a very clear concise answer saying hey if you're a VR gamer like we're going to take care of you for that extra ten dollars. Um, you know flat screen gamers can suck it. <laughs> it's like they got nothing. Um, but to have that included and not be charged, 100% behind that that decision if that's the case. Um, but yeah, if they start charging for for VR upgrades, I think that's I think that's ludicrous. I think that that just shouldn't happen at all. I think games no. games are expensive enough as is, and it just be, should be included uh, in the package. I don't want to get into a place. Uh, I don't want to get into a place where this becomes the norm, right? Where we say, hey, we just sold you your game for seven seventy dollars, and for an extra twenty dollars. Uh, you can patch it with with PSVR two support. You start charging uh, eighty dollars for every single VR game. VR is going to die. Don't do that. Right, right, absolutely. Nobody's going to buy that. Right, the, the, the headset you know is already going to cost a bunch of money, and the controllers, whatever. So, uh, Brax versus Brian, don't lie. You would totally pay a hundred dollars for RE and VR. I would, but that's but that's not that's certainly not where I want the industry to go. Um, you know, this is a very sensitive time, I think, for VR, and we want to make sure that it su- succeeds uh, and that it's not. That we're not just pricing half of the market out of the market. I think I think I think that'd be totally unfair. So, all right, you guys. I think that should uh, really wrap up the show. We want to thank everybody who helps the channel out. Thank you to everybody, uh, all the mods, of course. Everybody who hangs out here. Everybody who helps us out. There's just a whole list of everybody. Sci-Fi, GameCat, Henry, Jamie. You know the drill, man. There's a lot of people out there that help us. Uh, also, thank you to everybody who watched the show today. Thank you to everybody who participated in the chat. Thank you to everybody who donated. Thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon.com. Such without Pro Games. One of these days, we're going to be able to hire AJ. Hopefully before PSVR 2 gets here. And as we all know, that's coming pretty soon. 
<laughs> and of course, thank you to everybody out there who watched the show. Didn't say a goddamn word. We know you're out there. As make sure you tell someone you love them tonight. Be thankful. Right? Look at somebody and show them how much you care. Right? Please, please for me. Please for me. I am thankful for you, Chat. No, I knew it wasn't me. <laughs> Speaking of the cat, I think we should cue the cat. Alberto Mapo. Cue the cat, Brian. Do it. Because I, I want to say happy couple, couple, couple Thanksgiving to oh, all you are is Steve, Justin Cassidy, Meryl, Deck Lightning, Secrets of Cheers to you, my friend. Alberto Mapo, the game gato. Stevie Dan's the solo game cat who almost won. The other Steve that the started all this Steve. mess. <laughs> Guy Sun fist bump to you. Marcus Orr, what up, homie? Ian Stanbridge. Uh, End Zone 604 says End Zone 604 approves. I like it. End Zone 604. Now let's ride the game, feline. Stay metal, my brother. The fastest Scotsman alive. And he's gone. Aaron, you're very welcome for answering that question. Emily Baxter, hashtag the cartoony witch game kitten. Don't cartoonize me. Justin Cassidy Brax, bro. Uh, he says, Brian, don't lay, don't lie. You would totally pay $100. For RE8 and VR. Uh-huh. And, I already, and I already read that too. comment. Yeah. Uh, oh. Uh, Twitch <laughs> single player game cat uh, is mad about the conversion that $70 should be less, but it turns out to be 70 pounds. Um, uh, yeah. uh, let's see. Proud dog. Good to see you, man. Aceville with the prediction of 33% chance that games will will uh, have a additional fee for a VR mode. 33% chance. That's, Meanwhile, that's old, Darth, old Darth says 0% uh, <laughs> for that happening. Time to play with game cats. Uh, when you say football, do you mean rugby or actual football? No, actual football. <laughs> Rugby's rugby. Brody the game cat. Thank you so much. Stingray X, thank you. Uh, guys, have a wonderful, safe, and fun Thanksgiving. Good to see you, Nathie, as well. And the Sacred Grove, Zach Lightning, uh, all you guys, have fun, eat lots of food. I'll be streaming. You going to be streaming? Am I going to be streaming? I'm going to stream Baby Hands. In you just guys, a second. You guys, oh well, not today, but tomorrow. Oh, if you guys yeah. don't have, if you guys don't have anything to do, any Thanksgiving plans, you're spending it with me. Let's do this. <laughs> Everybody out there just made some really fast Thanksgiving plans. <laughs> and don't forget, gobble, 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 happy gobble. birthday to Mick Coles. Throwing shapes out there. We love you.